0: hello everybody and welcome to the locked on Big Ten podcast a part of the locked on podcast Network I'm your host Ben Stevens. It is Friday August 28th and on today's episode it's pretty much like I have a co-host. I said I'm your host Ben Stevens but my co-host today is a great member of this locked on podcast family. he's the host of locked on Hawkeyes. it is Andrew Wade Andrew I feel like the last couple times we've spoke we've been getting some vibe checks from each other seeing how the other person is doing so, Give me that vibe check right now. How are you in the aftermath of what's been about three weeks since the Big Ten canceled their fall sports season? I mean, I'm personally
1: doing fantastic. I have not worked since last Thursday. I went to Florida with three of my best friends from high school. We rented a beach house. Literally, we didn't see anyone. We just stayed right on the ocean, walked three blocks to the beach. Like, I am personally doing great. As far as, like, how I feel about football, (laughs) I'm a little pissed off still. I actually had one of my, so I created a task list of like 70 tasks this week. I'm very focused on like task oriented type things. So I created a task list of 70 different tasks this week to knock out. They range from cleaning the garage to cleaning my, you know, my cat's litter box to creating a website that made a shirt saying Kevin Warren should be fired. (laughs) and selling those and so like that is one of the things I have to do this week so I think that speaks volumes for like how I feel about what is going on whether or not they should actually have canceled Eh, but like how Kevin Warren's handled it that dude deserves to be fired Right. right now just absolutely garbage how are you doing though
0: I mean, I'm still, I think, going through the five stages of grief. I don't think I've got to acceptance yet. I think I'm somewhere in the limbo stage of whatever stage four is into acceptance. I know it's like depression, isolation. I think stage two is anger. Stage three is bargaining. I really got to look up stage four. And then stage five is acceptance. I'm not there yet. I don't know if I ever will be, if I'm being honest, until fall of 2021. And I think, Andrew Wade, you would have a big market. For your Kevin Warren should be fired. Yeah. Are we coming up with a more catchy lingo? Not that there's anything wrong with just being very matter of fact, <laughs> but is there any kind of double entendre, play of words we can fit into that T-shirt? If you can
1: think of it, I'm down to you know partner with you on this, man, because I can't. I'm not very good with words, but I know people will buy the shirt. And then like right. my thought was, you know, because you can do it pretty cheap. You can basically um, have someone else create the shirt for you and mail it for you. You take like fifteen dollars off the top of that. We split it in half. Maybe we split it in thirds. We send the third to. Some sort of you know charity, like I'm down for whatever, man. I think you can come up with a lot of things about Kevin Warren or the Big Ten. Basically, a lot of things that basically say it sucks. Um, I am a hundred percent down with, dude. That a uh, the stage is a grief thing, though. So I have to tell a quick story. I was I'm a big Broncos fan, and they were yep. playing the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, and I had like 30 friends over to watch the Super Bowl, which is apparently a really dumb idea. And I went through those <laughs> stages of grief starting at the end of the first quarter. Um, at the end of the first quarter, I'm sitting there and I can't talk. I'm just like so pissed off and then around the end of the second quarter I was like all right I'm gonna never forget this game I went to the fridge or the freezer I pulled out a gallon of mint chocolate chip ice cream I put it in a blender I put like legitimately like five shots of vodka in the blender with it oh mixed wow up, and drank that and I was like who wants to get drunk tonight and I just like turned the tv off I was like we're not watching this game anymore so I get it
0: I like it <laughs> I mean, I like it. That's what you got to do. I also just looked it up. Denial is the first stage, then anger, then bargaining. Fourth stage is depression. Fifth stage is acceptance. I'm definitely somewhere smack dab in the middle of depression and acceptance. So, (laughs) I mean, I, I feel like I'm doing this every episode. I bring a guest on. I get the reflection on what's been going down the past three weeks, the ramifications, and how it's all played out since the Big Ten canceled the fall sports season since last Wednesday when Kevin Warren came out and said unequivocally, we are not reversing course. We are sticking with our original decision. What have you been making of everything? I know really it's kind of – we're not so mad at the decision because with the uncertainty in the air, maybe at this point that was the best case. But it's more so the lack of transparency in the communication breakdown throughout this entire process. That's how I feel. How do you, Andrew Wade? I couldn't agree more. My issue is if they came out and said, here is the data – here is 100%
1: why we are canceling and we have agreement from everyone else in the big 10. I'd be like, all right, I, I can get on board with that. However, instead they gave little to no medical information. The medical information they did give has since been rebuked. It has since like been literally shown as almost false and not true. They also, the fact that the way they did it and that they had six days between the schedule drop and canceling, Yeah, they could have postponed. Like they built in postponed dates, wait a month, plan as if you're going to play. And if you need to cancel then, then cancel, but canceling a month out, I feel like is a little bit ridiculous. I think they were hoping that the other conferences canceled with them and clearly like they should have read the market a lot better because if you think about, and also like they read the market poorly too, the PAC 12, that made sense. That entire part of the country, I would say, gets it from a coronavirus standpoint. Is like, all right, safety first. The SEC is not that kind of conference. The Big 12 right. is kind of in the middle. And the ACC, I would say, has already gone through the bad wave. And so they're like, well, we're pretty much in a good spot now. Or like, good, relatively good. So right. I think they were expecting something that just obviously didn't happen. Um, but I do think what's really cool is the fact that the players and the parents are coming together on this. I also think... It's interesting seeing all of the, like, leaks of presidents and athletic directors basically saying, we didn't agree with this, there wasn't a vote. These things actually – we don't agree with, like, not playing. So I think what would have been a better solution is to say, you know what, we're going to cancel the season, but as a conference, you can go find other conferences. Go leave if you want to. If you're Iowa, Nebraska, go play somewhere else. You're not going to be screwed over because Kevin Warren, who has a son who's going to be playing college football this fall,
0: says you can't play. Right. I mean, that's been the thing, too, is so much of it has become, okay, where was the transparency? Where were you along the steps that you could provide us information about why this is happening? And you mentioned the parents, and you mentioned the players using their voices, and one of the notifications to come out of today was eight Nebraska players have officially filed a lawsuit against the Big Ten Conference for their grievances of canceling the fall sports season. They pretty much cite three reasons. They want to know if there was a vote and how exactly the vote played out. They are also saying that this takes away their prospects of improving their professional stock and potentially benefiting off future branding from name, image, and likeness. Really saying that, listen, we don't know exactly what is happening, so we need to take this legal action. This is what we have to do at this point to hear from you in the Big Ten. Take away your Iowa bias from this situation. What do you make of Nebraska players, eight of them, coming out and filing legal action against the conference itself? I I do have to give like one bias statement. Please, leave off with that and then yeah, we'll get into it.
1: The irony of Nebraska wanting to play so bad yet not doing anything relevant the last three or four years is just, I just love it. Right. It, it makes me very happy that they still have this false sense of hope, in my personal opinion. That being said,
0: like, I follow-up is... question real quick. What did you make of all the backlash Nebraska took in the immediate days after the decision with national media members coming out and saying, Nebraska, you owe the Big Ten everything. You haven't done anything. Did you revel in that just a little bit as an Iowa fan? That yeah, it was a little fun to to listen to. I mean, like, if they were to leave the Big Ten, honestly, I
1: don't care. I right. I, I feel like um ever since Nebraska joined the Big Ten, they came in like they came in like they were the new kid in school and they had just been the most popular kid in their last school. And they came in and they're like, we're the most popular kid. We're the best kid here. We're the most athletic. And like time after time, after time, they just get knocked down. Like they go to gym and play dodgeball. They're the first one out. They go try out for the football team. They used to be the quarterback. Now they're the punter. Like that's how I feel like Nebraska has handled being in the big 10. So like, I think it's natural that people are a little bit annoyed about how They've handled things. That being said, uh, I don't, you know, I don't completely hate Nebraska. I just hate a lot of the fans that chirp at me on Twitter. Right. Um, but that being said, I think it's awesome that they are taking this into their own hands. I think even just, you know, parents went to protest or not protest. They went to get a meeting with Kevin Warren, nothing. Parents have sent letters, nothing. He right. came out with that, you know, on Wednesday and basically said nothing again, except for we're not playing a season. I think at this point, you have to take legal action in your hands. Like, what else do you have to do? Um, You need to get some sort of movement. You see, there's players opting back in after reading more about the results. You see, the NFL is surprisingly
0: doing a good job of making this work. So, as Andrew has mentioned, he is taking a break from his normal job this week, he's on a staycation. And he has graced us with his presence here on this episode of the Locked On Big Ten Show. But he's doing a bunch of things around the house. He's fixing his yard. He's pulling up weeds. You know another thing he might be working on this week? His car. And the best place for him and you to go for convenient self-service on the internet is rockauto.com. It's a family-run business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And they have everything you could possibly ever need. Engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for Andrew's car or truck or whether it's for your car or truck, RockAuto.com has everything in one easy, convenient place to you delivered directly to your door. And best of all, at RockAuto.com, the prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals like myself. JK, I couldn't fix a car. I don't even know where the gas tank is. That's also not true. I do pump my own gas. Anyway, tangent done or do-it-yourselfers like Andrew Wade. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You never should, and you never will at rockauto.com. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you here from the Locked On Podcast Network. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, one final time for the jingle for your week to send you off on the weekend. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube
1: and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. I think the biggest concern... Now, though, and I'm kind of getting off track here, is the fact that colleges are reporting a ton of, like, upticks yeah. in coronavirus cases. I, I, I think it makes it kind of tough if you're having classes on campus, you're deciding to cancel those, and then saying we should have a football season. But the counterpoint to that is, like, that, that's the safest spot for them is playing football and only being, you know, that gives them something to do that gets them out of the way of getting coronavirus. Uh, back to my original point, I think what they're doing is awesome. Um, I think that's what needs to happen. I hope other Big Ten schools join forces and get on that. I thought the parents all coming together from all the conferences has been fantastic. I thought the support for Justin Fields and his, you know, petition was fantastic. So, I love it. Do whatever you need to do. Make, you know, Kevin Warren deserves to, you know, they deserve to get answers from Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren has to do his job and actually communicate, and I think he needs – you know, if they need to go back in their decision, do it. Like, I would rather you go back in your decision. We'll make fun of you a little bit
0: than just, like, hold strong and be, you know, be stubborn about something you did that was probably wrong. Right. I mean, still to this point, you mentioned Kevin Warren last Wednesday. We got words from him. Were they very thorough answers that documented their entire decision-making process? No. Do we still have the medical report that even the Pac-12, when they postponed, released? No. So you have legal action and yes, it's a little bit silly. Don't get me wrong. The optics of looking at eight college football players suing their conference. You have Thomas Mars, the famed college football attorney who worked with Justin Fields to get his waiver of his transfer approved at Ohio state. He's worked with some other big name players as well in the college football arena. He, put out a FOIA request from the 13 of 14 Big Ten public universities, the only one not being Northwestern. So they are trying to take the legal action to see the actual documentation of how things played out. Because as Thomas Mars said when he backed up Justin Fields' petition, if there was a lack of transparency, pretty much if it smells like crap, it looks like crap. So that's what they need. If you don't have the transparency, if there's nothing out there that you can prove to and say, this is why we did this. This is how we did this. It looks like a coverup. It looks like a backdoor deal. And that's yep. the last thing any conference leadership should be providing to their student athletes, to their programs, to their coaches, the list goes on and on.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think what's interesting about that too, is I, I think it'd be interesting to see like, for example, Iowa cut four athletic varsity programs, What if those players joined in? They're also getting screwed. They have to change their lives. They, you know, they committed to Iowa for four, five years to be, you know, gymnasts, to be swimmers, uh, to be tennis players. And now they have to uproot their life, change a lot of things. I think if they were to join that, that would even give it more merit. Because right now it seems like a very football focused thing, which it is. And that's the big thing. But because football was canceled, these four varsity programs are now getting cut. Right. Um, there's, you know, that, there's a little bit of a, you know, indirect correlation there, but you know, Iowa's budget deficits like 75 million cutting these programs gives them like 30 million back, but they can make a lot of that money up if they were able to play college football this fall. I think it's ridiculous that most of these States for the big 10 are playing high school football. There's colleges in those States still playing college football as well. If you think of like Iowa state, for example. So I, I don't know. I think it's all, I mean, yeah, it's kind of funny, but I think it's, it's, just, it's a step in the right direction. They, they deserve that transparency. If you're going to make a decision that really impacts the livelihood of these players, I mean, like, I don't know, I'm not very familiar with Nebraska's roster, but, a lot of the rosters around the Big Ten, they have a, a couple locks as first-round you know, first round players. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys in the Big Ten that get drafted, though, in that fifth, sixth, seventh round based off how they play their final year within the conference that might not have that opportunity to. What do they do? Do they play in the spring season, probably miss the opportunity to perform well at the Combine, don't get drafted? Like, There's a lot of Iowa players that are in that position.
0: I think that is truly screwing you out of a lot of money. That's screwing you right. out of an opportunity to play professional football. Right. I mean, the ramifications throughout college athletics are going to go on for years and years to come. You mentioned the budget deficits. You mentioned Iowa cutting four varsity sports. A lot of these people, gymnasts, tennis players, put in as much effort as football players. It takes up their collegiate life and they don't see the shine and the reward that college athletes that play football do. So for them, it's monumental. You're right. It changes their entire collegiate experience because now either they just stay a student or they have to transfer schools where there is another tennis program or gymnastics program or swimming program that is able to take them in. And I think you bring up one good point and it's a point that I've made on this show many a time and I will continue to make, is the idea of this being about college education. If you're bringing students back to campus, that in itself is the issue. That's what Nick Saban said. It's not an issue of playing football on top of that, it's if you're bringing these students back to campus and how will that be managed? Across the country, as we've seen with in-person classes, it has gone about as poorly, if not worse, as people even could have possibly predicted. So if you were going to say, okay, students, go home, go take your online classes, get off of campus, but we're going to hold on to the football program and to create somewhat of a bubble-like environment on campus, all it takes from the power brokers in collegiate athletics is a recognition that student-athletes aren't really just students. The amateurism idea is out the window. This has already been shown. If you've been following along with college football the last couple of years, you already know that. But this coronavirus pandemic has also shown that the system itself is broken. So it just takes a small acknowledgement from the power brokers to say, these college football players are different than regular students, and we might be able to have a college football season. But they won't back down on that. They won't back down on what will probably be future liability if any long-term effects from coronavirus are felt by playing college football this year. And they're looking out for themselves, frankly, as presidents and chancellors of these universities. So that really gets us to where we are right now, Andrew Wade. And that's really the sad reality of it. That's the why to explain the how and the what of what's happening. Yeah. I think it's, it's just, I think
1: it's ridiculous. I, I think the NCAA in general needs to have more accountability and needs to be, you know, have an actual governing body over these yep. di- the conferences. The fact that half the conferences can shut down, half of them don't, half the teams in some of the conferences shut down want to play. The NCAA is putting themselves in a very unique, nightmarish situation. Yeah. That's going to come back to haunt them because they're allowing these conferences to make their own decisions. I don't want to get into a political thing, but it's just like, It's just like the states being able to do whatever they want with coronavirus. Yeah. Arizona doesn't shut down. Arizona was a hellhole. Yeah. Iowa doesn't shut down ever until they're just putting in a mask mandate now in like their largest city now. Um, Like when you allow people to do their own thing, it definitely creates an interesting situation where now, like, what do you do for a NCAA championship? How do you handle that? Like, do you have a national champion? Do you just let these teams play? Are they just playing for no purpose then? What about the teams playing in the spring? What are they doing? I think the NCAA needs to step in and honestly just take control and say, here's what we're doing. Here's how we're doing. Or he's like, and they did put in the measures, like here's the measures for how you can make sure you can play. Right. I I,
0: I think they need to be a better governing body too. For sure. I mean, and this has shown what does the NCAA even do? Mark Uh Emmer has the best job in America because he gets paid multi-million dollars a year to sit in Indianapolis and pretty much say, here's what I recommend. If you guys follow it, cool. If you don't, I can't really stop you. So what does it even matter? I mean, the college football playoff selection committee releasing on Tuesday, here's the dates. We're going to start releasing our polls. It's like, what are we doing? You have no jurisdiction over the biggest sport in all of college athletics. You're a sham NCAA. I've always felt that way, but this has reinforced it and fueled that vigor in my heart even more. So F you, Mark Emmert. I'm (laughs) on the record of saying it. All right. Maybe after our Kevin Warren shirts, Andrew, we print an FU Markdown shirt. I'm cool with that if you want to expand our business a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Man. Let's get Rich off a shirt saying screw everyone at the NCAA who sucks. I'm I, I like it a lot. Andrew Wade and I are two guys from the Locked On Podcast Network. So something that resonates very close to our heart is eating something that tastes great and provides great nutritional value. And so what is very close to our heart is Built Bar. Because Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And the improved Built Bar is even deliciouser. 18 amazing flavors. Six new flavors that include Caramel Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. And their 12 original flavors. The OG's Coconut Almond, Raspberry, German Chocolate, Peanut Butter, Banana Bread, Mint Brownie, My Favorite, Salted Caramel, Double Chocolate, Orange, Toffee Almond, Coconut, and Peanut Butter Brownie. All bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. They taste like dessert. They taste like a candy bar, but they're giving you the benefits you need from a protein bar that goes above and beyond because they're low in calorie. They're low in sugar, but they are high in protein and high in fiber. Let's listen to the flavor profile for one of their new flavors, the coconut almond. 18 grams of protein. Five grams of net carbs, only five grams of sugar, and only 180 calories. Goodness gracious, that is incredible. So go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on, that's L O C K E D O N, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com. And when you go to builtbar.com with your purchase, you may just be able to win a free cooler while supplies last. They're going fast. So go to builtbar.com right now to use promo code locked on for $10 off. At BuiltBar.com. So what are you going to do with no college football this fall, or at least no Big Ten football this fall? Where is Andrew Wade's focus going to be? The NFL, man. I'm going to be super sad first and foremost because I really like
1: Saturdays. Uh, I was actually – so I built a bar. I was going to have it out in my you know, backyard. We're going to put a TV, host it up against the wall. Right. We have a grill right there. We have a gazebo. We got a fire – like we're basically oh. – we're set for college football on Saturdays. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it just doesn't feel the same doing that for NFL football. Uh, so I'll be watching a lot of NFL football. I'll probably be watching the other conferences, I guess. I'll, You know, I said, I'm going to try to figure out what team I'm going to root for this year. Maybe buy a shirt, maybe a hat, and then, like, make them my secondary team or something. But that's my plan. It's gonna be sad. I'm just gonna keep looking forward to basketball and keep tracking the coronavirus taste, you know, cases and hope to God we have basketball. I swear to God, if basketball gets canceled this year, I'm gonna actually riot. That's actually a really bad term. I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm sorry, that was a really inappropriate tie, like very inappropriate with like the situation. We know the sentiment of what you yeah. meant, but yes. I'm gonna lose my freaking mind if basketball is canceled. This is the one chance. Iowa has to win a national championship. The Big Ten right. bas- Big is going to be insane oh. this year for basketball. There's going to be probably four or five top ten
0: teams. We need basketball. We need basketball. And what we need is the conference decision makers to start working on it right now. Not yes. wait a week until the beginning of the season and say, oh, yeah, we just kind of started talking about it. No, right now. Put the protocols in place. Let them start following it from right now and in- as we are here in the end of August and early September until we get to college basketball season in November. Because you mentioned it, Big Ten basketball this year is going to be bonkers. It is going to be incredible. There will be four teams in the AP Top Ten in the preseason poll, in my opinion. You mentioned Iowa, getting Luka Garza back, the Big Ten player of the year, who should have been the national player of the year. No disrespect to Obi Toppin, but still, the only person who's stopping Obi Toppin should have been Luka Garza. And then you have Wisconsin returning their entire starting lineup from last year's Big Ten regular season champs. You got Io Sumu and Kofi Coburn coming back to Illinois. You got Michigan State stocked and reloaded. I mean, even teams in the middle of the pack. Michigan, Rutgers, Ohio State return so much talent. It's going to be an incredible year for college basketball. Now I'm thinking already about college basketball and excited I am. Kevin Warren, you yeah. better bring me college basketball, bud. Dude.
1: I think I honestly think like the fans will lose it if he doesn't. i yeah. i there's no excuse, especially basketball, considering how much easier it is to quarantine correct. or like create a bubble with like fifteen people versus. 115 if you count like the 90 man roster plus all the coaches it's a lot less people to handle I I mean I think it'd be interesting too if they're going to probably move to like a regional schedule at least Um, like that's one of the things I'm going to talk about is like what would that regional schedule look like Um, like Creighton playing a lot of Big Ten teams I think would be a lot of fun to see right Um, so yeah we better get basketball Um, selfishly I want to get wrestling too I think for the sake of the Big Ten um, we need both those sports so I mean those are Those are big-time sports for the Big Ten, and you cannot afford to cancel those. I mean, basketball is the only other moneymaker we've got in the Big Ten. I mean, Purdue just announced a ton of layoffs. Uh, I think Nebraska did as well. I'm surprised I haven't heard about some of the other schools. But stuff's happening, and the only way to save it
0: is to actually get some sports going and get those TV contracts and get all that stuff moving. So. I mean, absolutely. There needs to be some sort of revenue coming in so that we can play sports in the present and for future years to come as well. So you mentioned it, and it's something that you gave me the idea of doing. So I will probably do it in the future episodes of Locked On Big Ten, whether that is to other college football conferences that will play this year, which I'm still a wee bit skeptical we get to that end of September date as we were seeing what's happening, but even maybe for the National Football League. So I know for the NFL, you're a huge Broncos fan. So that's where your loyalties will be. If you had to right now, Andrew Wade, as the host of Locked on Hawkeyes, say a comparable team for Iowa in the ACC, the Big 12, in the SEC. This is right off the top of the dome. I didn't give you any time to prepare. Who might you be rooting for, and who should Hawkeye fans put their loyalties in for this upcoming year? That is that's, that's uh, that is that is quite the spot
1: to be yes. put on. I'm gonna See, that's quickly... tough on me
0: because you gave me the idea. I took it, grasped onto it, and then put it right back on you. So that's very, very tough of me. That's not the greatest hosting job for my newly minted co-host that I brought on for today, Friday's episode. Yeah, man. I'm going to go through the
1: ACC first. I'm looking through this. It wouldn't be Miami. It wouldn't be Clemson. No, it wouldn't be Duke. I would, I would actually say the university of Pittsburgh. Okay. Gritty. And I actually have a reason for that. Yeah. Um, I have been to Pittsburgh literally every week for like the last year. That's where my, the company I'm consulting or the hospital I'm consulting at works or they're at. I cannot speak. They're in Pittsburgh. You're on staycation.
0: You took a little – We also Dude, yeah, I, haven't talked to, I haven't show. talked to anyone like You're on the staycation week. like you mentioned. You took a vacation last week. You're back home in the Denver area chilling right now and enjoying yourself. And you graciously took some time from your staycation to come on and be my co-host yeah. today. So we give you many thanks for that. So if you mess up a couple words here and there – I appreciate it, man. It.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to – this is actually going to help me out for my show anyways. But for the ACC, I'm taking University of Pittsburgh. I think the – the my, and actually a lot of Big Ten teams could probably fit in this mold except for Penn State. Right. Um, because they hate Pitt. But um, University of Pittsburgh for me, they are the, – the city of Pittsburgh is very blue-collar. It's very – Um, hard-working. It reminds me a lot of like a very pretty Iowa Mm -hmm. um, in the terms of the vibe. So I think University of Pittsburgh, you're getting a lot of the under-recruited guys. You're trying to make things work in the ACC. So for me, that is is my team. I like that. Um, The Big 12 becomes a lot more interesting.
0: The Cyclones? It huh? would never be the Cyclones.
1: <laughs> I mean, like I'm gonna get lost. I actually don't mind the Cyclones. Like I want Iowa to beat them, but I don't mind the Cyclones being good. Right. Mostly because like I'm from the state of Iowa. We don't have a lot of good things. Right. You need to like root for whatever you get. Um, if I'm taking a team. I'm taking TCU in the Big Twelve. Okay. Um, the reason why there's no reason to hate TCU. Also, their starting quarterback is uh, originally out of Council
0: Bluffs. He is Lewis recruiter. Central Max Duggan. I talked yeah. to him right as he was getting recruited a great guy yeah, unfortunately you know he's dealing with some health issues he already had corrective surgery on it and is on the road to recovery which is good another big name by the way out of lewis central thomas Fidone just signed with the huskers last night we're just keeping I everybody saw. updated okay I,
1: I saw that yeah very very upset about i expected it but like very yeah. upset about that and then let me go through the sec this one's gonna be the interesting one let me i'm literally just pulling up the teams right now to make sure I, like I mean
0: this is what we do we're doing yeah. it on the fly you know
1: yeah, so I think Alabama's Ohio State, obviously. Arkansas yeah. is definitely uh Rutgers. Um, Kentucky's Purdue. I'm not trying to give you like give it this is my thoughts. I'm
0: trying to right. figure out where Iowa's at while I'm going through this. Uh I think in the SEC Big Ten theoretical football matchups that the Fox College football account put out during July, maybe, maybe the end of June, they had Iowa. Matching up. No, it wasn't Auburn. Who was it? They had Iowa. No, let me pull up my okay. Was it the research department here. Was it Duke? Was it Mizzou? Mizzou? No. Um, I'm looking the research department is back to it. We're looking right now. Research department is handing me notes. Research department is coming through in the clutch. Are they <laughs> coming through in the clutch? Why no? you do that? Florida is Michigan. Easy. I um, like that.
1: Georgia to me is probably
0: Penn State. Oh, that one's tough. Yeah, that's um, the game they had as well. It was Georgia-Penn State. I want to say uh, Auburn, but I think they had Auburn-Minnesota. Man, I'm Maybe I'm just good. thinking of last year's Peach Bowl. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, I'm getting good at this. All right, so then I would say LSU is – have I said Wisconsin yet? I would say LSU is probably Wisconsin because um, they always lose to Ohio State usually and LSU typically lose to L- loses to L- – I don't actually like any of these teams for Iowa. Um, yeah. Maybe South Carolina. Okay. Um, I would say South Carolina or Ole Miss, um, Vanderbilt's definitely Northwestern. A yeah. M. A&M. ah, a ms tough.
0: I'm actually going to do Purdue for A&M. Purdue for A&M. So off the Kentucky train.
1: Yeah. I'm off the Kentucky
0: nah. train. I had this somewhere. Yeah, oh, wait, I'm wait, gonna- wait, wait. No, nope, nope, nope. Lost it. Research right. department is a little rusty. So yeah, I'm gonna just we're gonna scrap that. That was good podcasting for all the folks listening. Yeah,
1: I'm going Iowa Ole miss though. Uh, okay. I actually think I did a pretty good job of this. Alabama's Ohio State, Arkansas's yeah. Rutgers, Auburn. I did I say Wisconsin or Penn State?
0: You I said Penn now. State was Georgia, Auburn might be Wisconsin. I can Auburn see that. Or was
1: Wisconsin and Florida was uh Michigan, Michigan which I yeah, think makes a ton one. of sense. Like
0: yeah, yeah. Or Tennessee season. even You know, they were good in the 90s, and everybody likes to talk about the glory days. Tennessee's
1: like really sucked. Like, I would say Tennessee has to be. Oh my gosh. Tennessee
0: is Nebraska. There you go. I mean, those are the parallels. Nebraska.
1: That was too easy.
0: Uh, All right. Yeah. So that's my takes. Okay. (laughs) I love it. Listen, that's what we have to do when Kevin Warren, the scoundrel himself, the commish, has not given us any college football in the Big Ten for the fall. So, Andrew Wade, my co host today here on the Locked On Big Ten show. but the host of Locked On Hawkeyes, a great member of this Locked On podcast family. Thank you very much for your time. One yeah, final man. question. How have we decided on our Kevin Warren slogan shirts? I, I mean, I think you were the creator and I was the, I was the, I was the website like no designer. Warren, you know, I'm just trying to think of like a Warren W... Warren, maybe like a wanted poster with Kevin Warren's face on it. and I thought about face. that, but like, did that get into legal rights? Like, yeah, probably put his I was like trying we're to do words. We also so maybe to, if we just want him to lose a job or maybe just take a little <laughs> flack. We're not trying to put up like there's a bounty on his head. So maybe that's yeah. not the road we want to go down. Like I think like fire Kevin, like I don't know, just super simple. Fire Kevin. Warren. No more. We'll think of something. That will be the yeah. next time you're back on this podcast. We'll have yeah, the shirts man. ready and printed to send out. I'm not
1: kidding, dude. You send me some ideas. We'll go half and half. I'll make the website. I already made one. So my buddy and I were going to make a website. Um, we actually bought the name and everything called teamhaters.com yeah. with a Z. And we were basically, we created a bunch of uh shirts that were like hating on other Big Ten teams. We're going to do it in those colors. So like for Iowa um against Nebraska, it'd be like, our corn's better. And it'd be like oh, in black and yellow. Um. I can't remember what it was for, like, we did a lot of stuff on Maryland. Maryland's super easy to hate on. Yep. Um, And then, like, Wisconsin, it was F Bucky because, I, I don't know, just, like, stupid stuff <laughs> like that. We actually made all these shirts. We just never, like, put it online. So, I can do this, man. I am down.
0: Okay. Hey, the old tickler file up top is getting some work. It's needed to stay active. So, I will yeah. come up with some slogans. I will pitch them to you. But, again, Andrew Wade, the host of Locked on Hawkeyes, Thank you for taking a break from your staycation to join us today. That shows the kind of mensch that you are, my friend. Happy to be here, man. Thank you for having me on. So many thanks again to my man, my co-host for today's episode, Andrew Wade. Listen to all the great things that he is doing on Locked On Hawkeyes. He's bringing on some interesting people to get some great interviews during this downtime. So check out Andrew Wade on Locked On Hawkeyes, a great member of this Locked On podcast family. As for us here on the Locked On Big Ten Show, that is the end of the week. So enjoy your weekend, and when we talk on Monday, make sure you have a splendid weekend until then.